Hi everybody and welcome to Moonshine and Music, the perfect music show. I'm your host Joe Shelton. We have a great show for you today with Megan Christine Martin stopping by for an interview and a performance. But before we check in with her, I want to talk a little bit about our show and what you can expect from us in the coming weeks. Um, we're trying to get in touch with working musicians, entertainers, and songwriters and other performers uh, to see what they're really about, to get in touch with those great souls that they are and to find out you know, how they come up with what they come up with in terms of all the great entertaining songs and content that they provide to everybody. And so this show is created as a means for us to do just that. So you can get more to know about these people, um, who they are, and how they get in touch with you guys, the fans. So we really appreciate you stopping by. If you have some things about us that you don't like or that you do like, we realize even though we call ourselves the perfect music show, that we are very imperfect. So please let us know about that in the comments. We'll try to make it better. Or if you really love something, tell us that and we'll keep doing it. And um, hit the subscribe button so that you know, you don't miss anything, and if you hit the, uh, the notifications, then it'll notify you each time we put a new thing out. You can look forward to that each week. So our big, uh, big guest this week is Megan Christine Martin. She has a brand new record. Um, it's a self-titled EP. Uh, she's going to talk about that. She's going to talk about how she grew up and how she started writing songs and some very interesting uh, insights into her, as well as a wonderful performance that I know you can't wait to hear. So uh, just sit back, relax, and get ready, because here it comes, Moonshine and Music, right now. Uh, Megan Christine Martin. This is uh, Moonshine and Music. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Glad to be here. Um, I, uh, the, as I've told others, the show, you know, what we're trying to accomplish is uh, to get uh, to know the artists better and not, you know, and, and also have some performance, but uh, sure. to get to know the artists better. Um, I, uh, so I like to start off with, you know, where did you grow up? Where did I grow up? Mostly, I was born here in Indy, um, but I lived in Ringgold, Georgia, for a good chunk of my life, and then I lived in Florida, in Southwest Florida, and uh, so my parents divorced when I was three, so I lived down south for the majority of my life, and I would visit here in Indy um, through summers and Christmases, so, um, yeah. I see. Mm -hmm. So, um, when you, uh, uh, you, so you went to school down in Florida? And I did. I uh, grew up. Uh, in Cape Coral, Florida, and went to high school, and then I went to college for a little bit, and then I decided I didn't want to do it anymore, and when I was 21, I moved back to Indianapolis uh, to live with my dad for a while, and uh, yeah, so that was 2014, and then I kind of dipped into the music scene, because I did play ukulele a little bit, and wasn't um, like performing just yet. Uh, but and then I met several musicians like Chris Banta from Brother O Brother when they were hitting it pretty big in the scene. Um, 
Jeff Kelly, I kind of knew. Uh, and then I knew the guys at the Grove House. And the Grove House was in the hi-fi. Like, I was going there a lot because it was cheap to go. <laughs> it was like five <laughs> bucks to get in to most places. And now it's like you got these really cool bands coming in to town now. And it's like 20 bucks, 30 bucks. And, you know, so, yeah, I was 21 and I was having a good time. And then I started performing more outside of indie and just kind of made myself known, so to speak, yeah. Um, so what, did you uh, study music or anything when you were... No, so my dad is a musician as well. Right. And he was in a band called Syndicato, and they were really popular for a good decade, a little over that, and they still do reunion shows. They, they had one um, last year at the uh, Jazz Kitchen. Um, so... Everyone knew me as John Martin's daughter for a long time. <laughs> so anywhere I went, oh, yeah, that's John's daughter. Yep, looks just like him. And so that was sort of another way in. And I've always been around music, summers and Christmases. Like if Dad had a show, we'd go, my brother and I would go see his show. And as long as it was, you know, 21 and under. So. Yeah, um, so you have a brother? or I have three, actually. Three brothers. Yeah, um, so I've got one that's um, still in Florida, or two that are in Florida, and then one that is a, has a different dad, and he's, you know, I'll have one that's a different dad, one that's a different mom. <laughs> An American family. Yes, exactly, yeah, yeah. Um, so do you get to see those guys a lot or, um, my youngest brother who is 13, he's here in Indy. Um, yeah, he's getting ready to go into high school, which is, which blows my mind. But, and then Eric was here, uh, in January, but yeah, he's down, he lives with his girlfriend and is working and. Are any of the others into music? Or is it... Not as much as me, no. Not, not as much as you? No. So, like, the bond that I share with my dad, which is pretty cool, is, is music. And being separate from him growing up, you know, it sucked, but we always had music. And long trips to... So dad would go from Indy to um, Georgia to meet my mom halfway or wherever we were um, to drop us off, and he would make these mixtapes. And so we had, like, Roger Miller, we had Patsy Cline, you know, all the old vintage country music uh, is what I, you know, seem to be focused on. And Eric was into it, too, but um, I think I attached to it more so. And that was what I had, you know, that connection with him, and it's always been in my life. And I, I played music in high school, but it was, I was in marching band. Um, so uh, played... <laughs> drastically different from Roger Miller. Yes, yes. But, you know, I always, you know, growing up, like, my friends were into, you know, Nickelback and Evanescence was, was a thing. And then I was into metal for a little bit. Um, Disturbed was another one. Uh, <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I just always had that connection, and I would always go back to, you know, like, the poetic... Uh, Roger Miller, like I loved the way he he wrote his music and the songs that he did, and um, I would watch videos on YouTube of like old interviews with Johnny Cash too, and you know when Johnny Cash had his show, and then he and Roger did like episodes together. Um, 
Like, I love the old vintage stuff. So you, like, watch Hee Haw, like, those things? that Like, I've seen some of those out on I don't YouTube. know if I've seen that, but it's mostly, like, I was really stuck on, like, the personality of, like, the interviews and what they were like, what their persona was and their behavior and, you know, what they were into, what they were writing about. And I don't know. It just always stuck with me. And, and it's easy, you know, country music is what three chords and the truth, you know, <laughs> it's very oh, that's easy. That's what they say. <laughs> <laughs> so you need easy? Is it, yeah. is it complicated? Simplicity, I guess I should say. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like the simplicity of it all. Um, and a lot of it's heartfelt and genuine and real and, you know, that, that's what it comes down to is you know, the genuine part of it. Yeah. So um, I take it that that's how you kind of felt like you wanted to start writing songs, was that you... You know, I always wrote poems, and I always had a journal growing up. You always have that diary. Most girls did, I think. Um, at least I like to think so. But, I, you know, I when I was a sophomore in high school, I had written a poem, and it was, you know, I was never very good in school. My grades were horrible, but... I loved poetry, and so I had, you know, the teacher had said, here, pick a poem, write a poem, turn it in, and I'll share one of them later that I love, and it happened to be one of mine, and I remember her, like, staring at me while she read it, and they would put it on, like, um, the screen for everyone to see, but they would block out your name, and it happened to be mine, and she stared at me the whole time, like, like something was wrong with me, because it happened to be, like, a very dark poem. Um, but she never said anything to me about it after, like, I don't know, it's just, yeah, so I've always loved poetry, and, you know, I didn't think I was very good at it, but turns out I am, <laughs> um, <laughs> but that turned into, to songwriting, and I got into the Ukulele World Congress, which is held in Brown County, Indiana, and my stepmom at the time introduced me to, uh, Congress, and what it is, is a, it's a big party. And my friend Mike Hader started it. This is the 10th year. It'll be the 10th year in June. And I went in 2014 after I moved up here, you know, full time. And uh, I had a ukulele that my dad had given me, but I didn't think I was a good, like, performer. I didn't think I was talented. And somebody that I didn't know, his name's Paul, he was like, why don't you do the open mic this weekend? I was like, wait, there's an open mic? <laughs> so it's held the first weekend of June. There's two open mics, one on Friday night, one on Saturday night. And it's free. People camp. They drink. They have a good time. And they are. it's just a very positive, almost spiritual experience. And the requirement is that you play ukulele. Exactly. Um, you don't have to be good about it, you know. You don't have to be a performer. You can go up, you can do one song. You get only two songs. And so I signed up, you know, didn't really want to, but I played an, a Jason Mraz tune. And someone had asked me, you know, what what's... Jason Mraz it's tune? It's not I'm Yours. <laughs> <laughs> See, I am a big Jason Mraz fan, too. So not just Roger Miller and the old vintage stuff. I, you know, I, I loved Jason Mraz because I remember seeing him on TV when I was 10. And I was just like, I love what he does. And uh, I don't even remember which song it was, but it, it was just one of those songs that nobody, they usually skip it on, on the album and they forget that it is something that he has done. <laughs> um, so it was very obscure, and I went up and I did it. And, you know, afterwards, 
I had this like flock of people tell me how great of a performance it was, even though I was shaking and I was sitting and I had a music stand in front of me and it was like, I am never going to do this again. <laughs> and, but all these people just kept saying like through the rest of the weekend, they were, that was Friday. So the rest of the weekend, everyone was just like, you are so talented. You are so good. And I was like, wow. Oh, okay. And then, you know, I didn't think I would ever do it again. And then September of that year, we had um, a group of women from Congress. We had uh, my friend Mandy from Dayton. We had um, my friend Erica, who now lives in California. My friend you know, Mim, who owns a uke shop in Virginia. Uh, just a few select people put a show together in Metamora, Indiana, at the Cat and the Fiddle. Mm-hmm. Um, I've heard of the place. Yeah, it's a very cool little little venue there. Um, she serves her own. Cat makes her own food, and she serves that for a small fee. Um, and there was five of us on this tiny little dinky stage, and um, I did a cover song again with a notebook in front of me, and played it and sang that. And that was one of my first gigs. Technically, because I got paid for it. You're professional when you get paid, you know. (laughs) 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 Yeah. Um, After, you know, that, it's just gradual uh, performances here and there. And now it's beginning to be more consistent. And now that I've released an EP, (laughs) it's getting to be very consistent, which is a beautiful thing. Um, And I just feel lucky and, and... honored to be doing it. What's the name of the EP? So the EP is a self-titled Megan Christine Martin EP. Um, It's seven tracks and all written by myself. Um, Songs that I've written probably since I moved up here. So in the matter of now four years, um, just things that I've grown up with, things things that I've experienced. It's all personal. Because um, that's really the best way to write is is what you know. Um, yeah. Well, I, I can agree with that. I I, I find that um, the songwriters that I identify with the most mm-hmm. and the songs that I identify with most are ones that uh, you know that I can really connect with um, lyrically, but then musically as well. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, uh, I, I the first time that I listened to your record. I was like, um, you know, we have to get her on the show because it, 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 uh, it's not only the, uh, you know, the great performance and all that, but it's like totally in, in my lane, so to speak. Um, cause I, you know, I'm a country guy Mm -hmm. Uh, and I was, um, you know, it, it, uh, it's just a, a, a job well done, and I want everybody to go and listen to the to the EP. Is it on just Bandcamp? It's or? just on Bandcamp right now. I'm in the process of ordering uh, physical copies because my grandmother really wants a copy. <laughs> There's a handful of people that are like, uh, we yeah, need grandmothers the CD. have to have the CD. We yeah. have to have the CD. It's like okay. <laughs> yeah. So um, yeah, I've got to finish turning the designs and get that ordered, and I'll have them soon. Um, Are you planning to expand it out onto the digital services like iTunes and? I think so. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Um, I, I know that you were working with Fourth Sunday. Yeah. Is that correct? On another yep. uh, another project. What's yep. what's going on there? So the EP is just me on vocals playing a ukulele live. 
that's how we recorded it. We recorded it in my apartment um, with a guy named Andrew Greenberg, who I met through my uh, friend Mary Rimbush. Um, Very nice guy. Uh, He is in a band called The Rooms, I believe. Um, I've heard them play at um, the Melody Inn a few times. Um, Yeah. uh, So we recorded that in five hours, and that was it. Wow. Yeah. And it sounds like that? Like, it sounds really, really pro. Yeah. Um, I think it's because uh, as a musician, you, you tend to hit roadblocks. I mean, I mean, in general, you hit roadblocks, and I hit a ton, um, it seems like. And at the time, I was frustrated, and I was like, let's just get these recorded now. <laughs> and I, I knew them, and I knew people wanted something, because they were practically begging me, like, at gigs. I went to Ohio, and... and a friend of mine was like, why don't you have anything out? And I was like, I'm working on it. I promise. It's coming. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, Andrew came over, and we did it in five hours. Maintenance interrupted one track. That was fun. But <laughs> 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 and it knocked on my door, and it was it was a really good take, too. I promise. <laughs> but, um, I should have rung him in for some background vocals. <laughs> yeah, I, mean. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> hey, can you sing harmonies, like low harmonies? Because... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, we did that, and then it was like the next week, Craig sent me a message. Which is Craig Craig Helmreich, Helmreich the, uh, the fourth, found, founded mm-hmm. Fourth Sunday Music. Yep, he was like, or it happened to be after a performance that I did in December, the songwriter showcase at the Irving Theater. Okay. Cole Woodruff, our friend Cole, had taken a, just a tidbit of, of a, pic, um, a video of one of my songs, Give Me Time, which is on the EP. And Craig had heard it. He's like, I love what you do. I, I want you to be a part of what I'm about to announce. Here's the, you know, the lowdown. What do you think? I was like, yes, please. I, I definitely, I would love to record at Postal Recordings. Like, it's a very awesome recording studio. And the guys there are great. Tyler and Alex did a phenomenal job mixing. And, yeah. Um, so is this a full band uh, so, arrangement? Yeah. Well, I'm very good um, at not planning things. um i have ideas it's the follow-through that i struggle with um but i had the idea of dobro and again going back to you know the bond that i have with my dad musically you know he's probably he's more like my best friend than my my dad you know we both think the same way musically and logically and just mentally in general um so i told him i was like what do you think of you know, laying down some dobro on some of the tracks that we do at Postal. And he's like, yeah, whenever, call me. And then I was like, okay, can you, this this was a month before, month and a half before the studio time. Um, And I was like, can you get Ryan Shore to play drums or cajon? And he happens to work with Ryan at uh, his job, uh, his daytime job. And he's like, yeah, but he has kids, you know, so we may not be able to get him in. And I was like, well, we can try. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was like, I don't think I need a bass player. But I think within a couple weeks before the studio, I was like, okay, I think I have a plan now. And we got in. And so I had Ryan on Cajon. And then I had my dad on Dobro for some. And then we had Kels from Von Strantz play cello. And that was not my idea. That was actually Craig's idea. 
And I was like, you know what? That would be actually pretty brilliant. So yeah, if we can do that. And I think that's, you know, and then Cole on one song, because we had arranged a song together. Um, yeah, and it turned out really, really great. Okay, so yeah. when's that, when's that so going to be? So we're shooting for the end of summer. I don't, again, don't have an exact plan set yet, but we're still talking about it. So I can't really tell you anything yet. But something toward the end of the summer. Yes, that's the goal. That's the goal. Yeah. All right. Yeah. And it's, well, mm-hmm. I'm now itching to hear you play, so we're going to uh, take a short break, and we'll come back, and Megan's going to play some songs for us. Awesome. Thanks for being on the show. Yeah, thank you. Be sure and join us next week on Moonshine and Music when Chris Wilson stops by the studio, gives us a few insights into his life and career in music, and plays some brand new songs that are coming soon on his new EP. So be sure and tune in every Sunday for Moonshine and Music. I'm ready. Whenever? Yep. All right. Alone 
See what I mean? Amazing, right? She has an incredible voice. We love that Megan Christine Martin. Be sure to hit that subscribe button. Do not forget to do that so you'll get to see our next episode. We'll show you a teaser each week about who's coming up that week so you get to see a little bitty snippet of them ahead of time. But hit the notifications so you get notified whenever we're going to put up a new episode. I really appreciate you joining us today. If you want to see me perform live April 5th at the Burnside Inn in Indianapolis, you can find me there. And uh, that's my next show. And I'll see you here next week on Moonshine and Music. Moonshine and Music is a production of Eat New Media in association with Not Less Entertainment. All rights reserved, copyright 2018. Our producers for today's show were Brandon Lay and Joe Shelton. Thank you for listening to Moonshine and Music.